0: Hey, everybody, welcome to the podcast that is all about the character of men. Welcome to Being a Better Man. I'm your host, and my name is Alf Herigstad. It's been almost three whole months since I have released a new podcast. The last episode, number 234, went live on September 18th, and now here we are in December. Since then, my life got a little crazy and I had some unfortunate technical challenges to overcome. During this three-month hiatus, I've made a lot of observations. I've gained many insights, and I have continued on the path of being a better man than I was yesterday. I plan to share these insights with you in upcoming episodes. Today, however, for my first episode back in a while, we have a special guest who's going to share his personal story with us. This interview has been scheduled for about three months as well. In fact, we sat down and recorded it one day several weeks ago, and that was when I realized that my technology was not working. It didn't record. The whole time we were recording, nothing happened. Now, thankfully, that issue is resolved, and I'm able finally to share this inspiring interview with you. Thank you, To this guest for his patience in waiting me out until I was able to fix things on my end this guest started out as a listener of this show and I noticed him pretty early on for two reasons one because he was always liking things and leaving some comments and two because he had kind of an unusual name that I really liked now being named Alf all my life I kind of have a thing for unusual, clever names. I appreciate them. And this person's name was Less More. Get it? Less More. Anyway, he and I had a few interactions over the course of time, and one day he sent me a letter really explaining what he's been up to. When I heard his story, I knew immediately that he should be a guest on the show because he epitomizes what we're trying to do here at Being a Better Man. Les Hills from Pennsylvania. He's a 47-year-old married father of two daughters, and in January of 2014, Les decided that he wasn't totally happy with himself, for reasons that I'll let him explain. He made a decision that would alter the course of not only his life, but also the lives of his wife and daughters, and probably everybody else that knew him. Les decided to become a healthy, vital man. When he made this decision, he weighed 234 pounds. He was on prescriptions for high blood pressure and high cholesterol. Today, he weighs 185 pounds. That means he lost 62 pounds of fat. And he's totally off all prescriptions. His blood pressure and cholesterol are normal. And not only that. But Les decided to go the extra mile and do the work it took to become an International Sports Sciences Association, ISSA, certified personal fitness professional. That's right, Les became a personal trainer. And he's training people in his home studio and sharing the gift that he gave himself with others. One of my favorite parts of Les' story is that he did something I always talk about here. He became an example for his entire family. He became such an example that he inspired his wife, Lori, to get into the gym as well, and she lost a staggering 130 pounds. Now, as we get into the interview, you will notice a slight drop in audio quality one of the bugs I'm still working out. So I apologize for that, but at least you'll be able to hear both of us. So here we go. So I have a few questions for Les, and I think his story will inspire and motivate many of you out there. So let's hear it from his own mouth. Without further ado, it's my honor to welcome Les Moore to the Being a Better Man microphone. Hi, Les.
1: Hello, Alf. Uh, Great to be talking to you. And, uh, uh, as an avid, uh, listener from the very first podcast, uh, I've listened to every single episode every week when it came out. And, uh, I think that puts me in a pretty, uh, small group of people because, uh, I was there on week one. I was fortunate enough to find you almost by accident and, uh, just love the content you're putting out there. And, uh, those, those few minutes, uh, of, uh, of, uh, inspiration, uh, Make a big difference in, in my life, and I'm sure in the life of uh, of the, the many other listeners that you have. Well, thank, so thank you. you for what, you, thank you for what you do. Al. I appreciate it.
0: Well, thank you very much for those kind words. And uh, you know, I just hit some of the highlights of your story. Do you need to make any corrections, or is there anything you'd like to add, or you just want to tell your story in your own words?
1: Well, sure. Uh, the the first thing I like to put out uh, whenever somebody asks me kind of what I'm doing because people who know me have seen changes in me physically, and uh, the first thing I like to establish up front is I I am a far more experienced fat guy than I am of a fit guy. I spent 44 years doing the wrong thing, making some poor choices, uh, having my doctor lecture me about my blood pressure, my blood pressure, and my cholesterol. Uh, not feeling good not feeling good about myself and being overweight uh, that's been my my life pretty much up until just about three years ago so uh, for me to give people advice on uh, fitness is still kind of new a little different uh, but it's uh, it's something that uh, I've made a Priority and have had a lot of success with I do have something to share and that's why I'm here today to share that story I'm happy to say I take no blood pressure medicine today. I've take no cholesterol medication Uh, those uh, markers are all in the the low to normal ranges and uh, And I've met my medically ideal weight and held it for three years now
0: And that is amazing whenever I hear of a story where where people through their own efforts can get rid of medications and and just you reinvented yourself really Um, it's just inspiring and and amazing, and that's why I wanted to have you on the show to tell other people about it, because it's really a problem out there. You know, every day when I venture out into the world, I see men of all ages walking around in bodies that make their life harder. I see guys much younger than me with big round bellies and no stamina, no muscle tone, and consequently no joy in their life. They seem to have no idea that it does not have to be that way. So one thing I'm curious about right up front is what your decision-making process was. Like what happened? What was the dialogue inside your head that finally made you decide to become a healthy man? I know there's lots of guys listening that need to know this.
1: It's going to be different for everybody, but for me, it was uh, driven by two things. I, as I previously mentioned, there was the th- medical concerns, and I and I had the threat of uh, of poor health and and uh, you know taking additional doses of medication and 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 you know losing ground in regards to my, my health. Um, but then also, uh, I became a father, and I have uh, I have two girls that I take my responsibility to be an example too very seriously. And, uh, and I'm also, most importantly, uh, wanting to be a, a good husband. And my wife uh, had also uh, had challenges with her weight, uh, ha- had had a lifetime of, of, uh, of being overweight that she wanted to deal with as well. And the two of us both really were motivated by our girls and our desire to be good examples for them. And this is something we chose to do together um, because we were not going to be parents that uh, passed on that next generation of obesity and poor health to our children
0: well if anything can do it that's one of the things that's a huge one I notice families when I see them a lot of times if there's you know overweight parents the kids are also overweight and it just creates a, a culture in that family of being unhealthy or being overweight and so my hat's off to you and your wife for coming to that decision and not only come to the decision a lot of people know that that they don't take action. So I congratulate you for taking action. In your initial letter to me, you talked about the obligation we have as men, the obligation to our health and fitness and to be an example for our families in that regard. And that's exactly what you're talking about. But it really struck a chord with me when you said that. And I don't think that's talked about enough these days. So what have What are some of your thoughts on this? Why should men be obligated to be healthy in your opinion?
1: I don't think health and fitness is the number one obligation of a man, but it falls in a list that is critical if you're going to be not just a, a, an example of what a man should be in today's world, but, but for me especially as a father. My, my obligations are to uh, show character and discipline and ownership of my responsibilities to my children. As a man, I take on responsibilities in my home that are different than those of my wife. My, our car needs to be serviced and safe and dependable. I change the batteries in the smoke detet- detectors. When I see a safety hazard around the home, I fix it. I'm not going to leave a trip hazard on the floor if a piece of trim is coming loose, for example. Um, I have a home defense strategy in place. Where we live, we don't have police protection. So we have a plan for that, and I'm responsible for most of that plan. We have a fire escape plan in place. If the house is, if, if we have a concern, we've talked about that with the girls. We have a plan in place. These are things that I'm responsible for. And my health and fitness falls on that list. And just as important as those things are, that's on that list. And, and I wouldn't uh, put that above or below those things. Those are all things that make me a, a man that is uh, fulfilling my responsibilities and obligations to my family.
0: Yeah, I like that you brought that up, that um, it's just one of the obligations of being a man. It's not the obligation. It's... It's a package deal, isn't it? It's um, it's a, a collection of things that, as men, we should be responsible for. And it's kind of obvious, isn't it? I mean, everybody knows that living in a healthy, strong body is better than living in a weak, fat one. Yet so many people failed to make the decision you did to become a better man in every way, and one of those ways being your health. So... Why do you think that is? I mean, what what held you back before you decided to be the healthy man you are today? And what, what are some of your thoughts on, you know, what keeps people from making that final decision?
1: There's two things, and the number one thing for me was lack of a compelling reason to do it. Prior to filling the sense of obligation to my children, i didn't feel that sense of obligation to myself in retrospect i should have but i didn't so i think when i look at what kept me from making these changes for the first 44 years of my life was i just didn't have a reason strong enough to do it the pain of changing was greater than the pain of staying where i was so i never changed and when that motivation came with my children and with my wife's desire to make this change It tipped that scale where the pain of making the change was less than the pain of staying where we were. And when that scale tipped, that's when we started making some progress. That's when this became a priority. And and then I would say the second element of that was lack of knowledge. I didn't know what to do. But when the motivation kicked in – that's when I started seeking out the information. It was, it was time to educate myself, and my wife and I went on a quest to, to educate ourselves together, including taking classes, reading books, listening to podcasts, um, identifying who you're going to follow on Facebook that's doing things right so you can learn from them. Reaching out to the greater global community to educate yourself and have some resources to solve this problem. So it's those two things, Al. Number one is you got to have a compelling reason to do it. And once you have that, you got to pursue the knowledge because our schools, you don't leave school, uh, even though we had health class or, or, or whatever was offered to us, we don't typically know a lot about nutrition and fitness and how to do that. So you got to go find that information and you got to have the motivation first.
0: Yeah, we are really fairly simple creatures that are motivated by pleasure or pain, they say. Um, I like what you said about, you know, that pain level outweighing the other, finally. And that's something that we, as humans, can all listen to and learn from. I mean, if we have something that we want changed in our life, if we're not changing it, obviously, the pain from it isn't severe enough. Maybe there's things we can do to increase that pain Uh, to help us make the decision sometimes.
1: I think so. I think so.
0: Yeah. You know, there's some obvious payoffs to becoming healthy that everybody knows, like living longer and being more comfortable and being able to do more things and have more fun and be more attractive to uh, the opposite sex if you happen to be single. Can you tell us how it's been for you? Could you share on a personal level some of the specific ways in which your life has been enhanced now that you're living as a healthy man?
1: Well, there's there's all the reasons you mentioned above, and I could go into how those th- things have changed for me. I'm, I'm definitely stronger and capable of doing things I wasn't able to do, do before. And those, those things... Uh, are known and obvious. So I'll talk about the things that matter to me because at the uh, at the end of the day, we are emotional people. We feel things deeply, and that's what matters to me. So at the top of my list, the number one thing that I benefit from by the choices I've made is that my wife is proud of me, and that is the most meaningful and impactful. Benefit of the changes I've made, because she's what matters the most to me. And knowing that she is proud of me when we're out with friends as I'm presenting myself in public by her side, uh, that is uh, at the top of the list. And right by that is my girls are proud of me. And a uh, uh, little story I like to tell. Uh, I'd, I'd like to tell here because my my youngest daughter uh, Grace had a friend over visiting, and uh, her her little friend Bella was here for a play date, and they were playing together. And um, uh, they called me to. Lift something down from a shelf. There was a toy up on a shelf, and they wanted me to get it down. And as I reached up and got it down, Bella whispered to to Grace, and understand this is a seven year old talking at this time. And uh, she says, "Your dad is so strong." <laughs> and 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 you know, I heard it be- because little girls don't keep secrets well. But Grace looked at her with this pride that just moved me, and she said, "Yeah, he's strong. He lifts heavy things all the time." And and you know, the the, the reality is that yeah my my arms are more toned and they're bigger than they used to be and and I stand up a lot straighter and when I move something heavy uh, you can tell it's not the first time I've done it and uh, and I'm, pr- I'm proud of that but to have my wife and my girls uh, be proud of who I am is uh, right at the top of the list
0: that is an awesome story and you know I hope all the guys listening you know, just take a minute and ask yourself, is my, is my wife proud of me? Is my girlfriend proud of me? Are my children proud of me? My family? I mean, that's a huge thing. And if, if you can't say that uh, your family is proud of you, then perhaps there are uh, things you can do to change that. And uh, as you heard from Les, it's worth it. It really Absolutely. is. It's really worth it. Um, I, I have the the privilege and honor of, of being in the same boat with my wife. And you're right. It's There's really nothing better for a man than to know that the people in your life are proud of you. So thanks for sharing that. Take a minute and tell us about what you're doing now, your studio and your training business. It must be a great feeling helping other people become healthy and achieve the things you've achieved.
1: Well, it's... Uh... You know, we all have hobbies and interests, and the reason we have hobbies is it's a break from our day-to-day uh, jobs and, and what have you, and it's, you always look for something that's fun and rewarding, and this is what I've uh, taken on as a hobby is, is my, uh, uh, my fitness and sharing that with other people, so I went on and, and took the classes and gotten my certification as a personal trainer, and uh, I invested in professional-grade gym equipment at my home and set up a gym here and today I offer uh, the personal trainer services here in my home, and I'll, I'll, I'll actually go to clients' homes if they prefer to train in their home or meet them at a gym if they want to. I've done all of the above. Um, but it's so rewarding. It's so fun to to bring in somebody who has not uh, been exposed to to the information that i uh, I have to offer them. And to see them make progress, Uh, I have a 70-year-old lady that is training with me right now. She's been with me for uh, 12, between 12 and 14 weeks. I lose track of time, but not real long. Uh, But she has horses, and she was telling me uh, that the reason she came to me, one of the motivations she had is she's 70 years old, and these sacks of feed just kept getting heavier. And she was getting concerned about, you know, how long can she keep doing this? And she told me the other day, with a big smile on her face, she said, "Those sacks of fees are getting lighter already." That's and, awesome, uh, <laughs> absolutely. And, um, and and to see her uh, making progress and feeling great, she lost ten pounds since she started working with me. And um, and we weren't even working on weight loss yet; we were actually just working on on strength. But um, but it all comes together. And and to have a seventy year old lady come to me with a concern. That she was hoping I could help her with, and very doubtful that I could do anything, and reluctant to sign up. Uh, And now uh, I've got a I've got a real fan there, frankly. So uh, tickled to death to be able to do that for for her and a few other folks that I've had the opportunity to work with.
0: That is uh, really awesome. And you know, I'm curious about something. Back when I ran a boxing gym for a while, and I was training people how to box, and not just box, but you know, work out and get in shape and stuff. I found that. It lended itself to a lot more than just training them on their bodies. I wound up having other impacts because there's so many metaphors for life within the physical realm of working out and stuff like that. Do you, have you experienced that where you wind up having deeper conversations about life and things outside of the gym?
1: Absolutely. Yeah. No, it comes up uh, uh, quite often. And uh, sometimes I, I feel like I'm outside my realm of expertise when people start talking about uh, things that uh, they, you know it, it kind of gravitates towards life coaching. Yeah. And uh, I've, you know, I've had the opportunity to uh, make a lot of mistakes and learn from them and I'll share what I can share. Uh, I've made some good choices and bad choices. And in the area of health and fitness, I've been able to make some good choices uh, in the last few years. So, uh, I don't necessarily uh, uh, say that I'm a a good man or a great man, and you know where I got those words, Uh, (laughs) but I'm a better man than I used to be, and if I can share what I've learned, then I do. But definitely it affects everything in your life, and and the conversations do uh, gravitate towards uh, overall uh, quality of life uh, outside of just health and fitness. It's all tied together.
0: Yeah, I was curious about that because that was one of the – most rewarding things I got out of running a gym. Now I wondered if that was the same for you. You know, we all, I think it's important for men in general to have some, something that drives us, have some mission in life. And um, I think that helps propel us to perpetual improvement. And what do you see? You may have covered it already, but what if you described it uh, in a sentence, what is your mission in life right now that keeps you going?
1: Sure, Alf, I have covered it. And, and number one is to be a husband, to be a, a real man, to be the uh, the kind of husband that my wife can count on, uh, believe in and know that uh, when I get up every day, uh, her and her children's interest is my number one priority. And that brings me to the second mission in life, which is to be a good father. And, uh, And from there, my mission would be to expand that circle of influence and to impact the world around me, um, especially the world that, uh, again, my wife and and children live in.
0: Yeah, I kind of thought that you had covered that, but I just wanted to hear it again. Um, Sure. You know, one of my all-time favorite comments I've gotten on the Facebook page was when you told me about an interaction you had with one of your daughters when you were working out and listening to this podcast. Do you remember that?
1: Yeah, I sure do. Could
0: you repeat it again for the benefit of the listeners? Sure, absolutely, and me. Uh, <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> well, I'm sure that uh, uh, just like I enjoy having the impact on uh, individuals that I share with you, do as well, and you do it through your podcast, as I do it with my uh, with my training programs here. But um, but yeah, I was in the gym working out. This is my gym here at home, and uh, my wife was uh, was gone at the time. My uh, daughter uh my again my youngest daughter grace was playing in the hallway just outside the gym and uh i was playing the uh being a better man podcast as i do uh every week when i'm when i'm working out and um and obviously my my daughter overheard it so she comes walking in and she says daddy are you trying to be a better man and I said, "Yes, I am. I'm trying to be a better man today than I was yesterday, and I'm going to do that every day until I die." <laughs> and uh, and she said, "Okay." And she left. That's all she. That's all she needed to know.
0: That's awesome. <laughs> you know, yeah, it was it was fun. Les, you've given a great gift to your family for the rest of your daughter's lives. They'll remember and think of her of their parents as dynamic healthy individuals and that is priceless and it'll influence decisions they make in their own life and with their own children and with the partners they choose and you've started something really fantastic here that'll have effects for many generations and you know I'm just my hats off to you and speaking of family um how did it happen with your wife did she just start working out with you or what? She didn't at
1: first. Uh, her, her and I were committed to weight loss, and uh, we we were working on uh, diet and uh, and nutrition as our primary focus. And we would go out for walks and and try to try to be active. Um, but my wife was not. Uh, uh, I was the first one in the gym. I, I decided I needed to start lifting some weights. I, I as I read and educated myself, I started understanding the science behind that adaptive response that your body gives you when you when you uh, overload uh, and and work your uh, your your muscles and as i understood the science behind that i knew it was something i wanted to start doing um my wife saw herself as somebody who'd never been in a gym as i hadn't at the time uh was intimidated by it really didn't want to do it so uh, i started doing it and uh, i started with a trainer because i didn't know what i was doing um Remember when we started this journey? My wife and I were very heavy. My wife weighed 310 pounds. I have her permission to sell that, by the way. Um, she's half that now. She's she's in the 150s now, um, and she's uh, you know started the gym with me uh, a few weeks after I started making some progress, and she saw the benefit. and uh, And now she's uh, um, I would I would almost classify her as an amateur bodybuilder. I mean, this morning uh, she came back from the gym. She was uh, squatting 185 pounds. That's uh that's a whole lot more than your typical, you know, hundred and fifty pound uh lady can, can squat. Uh, super uh, strong and looks amazing. I mean, she she could be, uh, well, I use her to advertise my fitness business, put it that way. Yeah. And uh, she, she looks younger, she's turning back the clock, and uh, I'm so proud of the accomplishment she's had. So, yeah, I, I did influence her in, in regards to getting her into the gym uh, because it was working for me and she saw that. And uh, and now uh, I would say we're both uh,
0: equally as committed to uh, to fitness. What has been the most difficult thing for you in this whole process?
1: Well, uh, you know, a lot of people would say, well, staying motivated and, and having willpower, et cetera. But surprisingly, that's not what I've had problems with because my motivation is so high. And the, the fact that I'm committed to it with my wife makes all the difference in the world. So we we have, you know, I, I have a accountability partner, uh, partner with me 24-7. Uh, so we're, we're, we're committed and that's not the challenge. The challenge, I think, for me, is that uh, it's adjusting to being who I am because I'm a different person. I always kind of just see myself as the same person I always was. In my head, I'm still just that fat guy that I've always been. And, um, you know, when you hang out with family or friends and, and you're eating different than they do and um, it's it, you know they're not sure if they should offer you that, piece of pie or whatever because you know they know you're doing something different and there's just that awkwardness that comes in there that i I try to put people at ease with um but that's that's the the thing i guess that i I don't like about this is i don't want to i'm not trying to be different i'm not trying to change other people unless they want the change uh i'm not out there to lecture somebody and wag a finger in their face it wouldn't have done me any good for that first 44 years of my life to done it to, to do it to me people did and it didn't, didn't do me any good. So that's right. not what I'm out to do. So I guess that's probably the biggest difficulty is adjusting to finding this new role in life where I show up as uh, as a pretty fit person and sometimes surrounded by people that that's not been a priority for them. And, and uh, I really don't want to build distance between myself and those folks just because of my life choices.
0: Yeah, that's a good point because that probably always comes up. Uh, do you have any tips for the upcoming holidays? <laughs>
1: um.
0: I do. Uh, I mean, first of all,
1: you know, the the holiday—you you can't get fat in a day. Let's start no. there, right. okay? And the and the holiday is a day, okay? Yeah, right. So, 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 you know, if, if people ask me, "Well, what are you going to do for the holidays?" Well, I'm going to I'm going to eat pies and cake and cookies and uh, and and whatever whatever is going on. I'm going to dive right in there and get get my share of it. Believe me. I love that uh, answer. But- <laughs> But, but I'll be up. I, I get up out of habit. Uh, you know, I, I get up at the same time every day. I'm up at four 30, five o'clock every day and I'm in my gym. I mean, it's, it's literally, uh, a two, uh, probably a, a 30 minute, a 30 second walk from my bed. So I just get in there and I go at it. And, and so I'll work out Christmas morning. I'll work out Christmas Eve. Well, those are well, the days off. So I'll probably work out a little bit more because I enjoy it. And it's quality time. My wife, she'll be down there with me and and, uh, you know, Christmas morning is, is, I probably won't work out that morning, uh, just because we you know we're, you know, the, well, you know, Santa came the night before and the girls are going to be excited and we, we, we do a morning, uh, routine there, but we'll probably work it in during that day sometime. And that's just part of who we are. We enjoy it. We miss it when we don't get the chance to, but my tip would just be, um, you know, enjoy the holiday. Uh, I don't think that you can get fat in a day. You can't wreck your health in a day. If you're, if you have a weight issue, if you have a health issue, it's, it's something you're doing every day for a very long time, and you got to look at the big picture. Uh, I don't believe in, um, in outcome goals. An outcome goal is I'm going to lose 20 pounds, and I'm going to get on the scale every day and look at the scale, and some days I'll be happy and some days I'll be sad depending on the number that I see. I don't believe in that. I believe in process goals. A process goal is one where you say I'm going to work out 30 minutes three times a week, and I'm going to put that in like it's a airline flight. I'm not going to miss it. Whatever gets in the way, I'm going to push aside. If, if we have a ticket to get on an airplane, what do we do to make sure we're there on time and we're on that plane?
0: Whatever it takes. If,
1: absolutely. We're not going to miss it. I and mean, if you put your fitness at that kind of level of intensity, you can't say, I don't have time. Because when you're honest with yourself and you say, I don't have time, you're really just saying, this isn't a priority. Exactly. And so – and so, so that's what I would encourage somebody back to, you know, what advice do I give for the holiday? Well, first of all, relax, enjoy the holiday, have a great time. But on the other side of that, set an out, don't, don't set an outcome goal, set a process goal, something you can lock into, put it at the top of your list. If it's going to be important to you, make it important to you and then do it. And, and the, 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 the challenge there is if you don't know what to do, because I didn't, you got to make that a priority. So before you start working out, start educating yourself. Hire a trainer or read a book, find some online resources, or contact me. I'll point you in the right direction, but get started uh, with something that's going to work, meaning you have to educate yourself if you don't know what you're doing.
0: That is a fantastic answer. And I love that you brought up and explained uh, process goals because there might be a, a key to life in there somewhere. For people. Oh, there is. Yeah. And, uh, and I think people use the holidays like this big excuse to just uh, be fat or, or to be, you know, to continue in the way they've gone. Oh, the holidays are coming. Oh, no, nothing I can do. But uh, that was a great answer, Les. Thank you. What I would like to do now is uh, we're, we're winding down here, but I'd like you to take a minute and just imagine, uh, see of guys out there who are unhealthy, the guys who are 10, 30, 50 or even a hundred pounds overweight, who know they should get healthy. What do you say to these guys that might help them make a decision to get up off the couch today or to open a book today or start educating themselves today? What advice do you have for these guys?
1: Well, if they're listening to this podcast, they want to be a better man already. We know that about them. So that said, I would say you've got to reach in and find that courage to start making change. And courage is a muscle you can rep. And the way you rep the muscle of courage is with curiosity and asking questions. You become courageous when you can admit, I don't know what I'm doing and I need to find out. And you and you treat yourself as if you're a child and say, What do I need to do? And who knows how to solve this problem for me? And you start finding resources. And that's how you get started is I don't know that you need to get off the couch and start doing something because a lot of people don't know what to do. So stay on the couch and start educating yourself. Maybe you ought to grab your your phone or your iPad or your computer and start finding some resources. Maybe you should message me and ask me where's a good place to start. Maybe you should – Search out, you know, once you've done listening to this podcast, maybe there's some fitness podcast out there that you could educate yourself with as well. Um, there's some books. There's some movies. One of the first movies I watched, Fast, Sick, and Nearly Dead, was a great movie that m- taught me a lot about fit- fitness. And uh, uh, that was one of the first things that got me uh, off of eating a lot of sugar and 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 high-carb foods and processed foods. Um, so you got to learn, and that's that's the that's the goal. So start learning and rep the muscle uh, of courage by being cur- curious and asking questions and educating yourself. I want to give just a few quick tips while I ha- while I have the moment here, Al. And that is, first of all, win the battle at the grocery store. If you're trying to win the battle at the refrigerator, you're going to lose every time. So win it at the grocery store. Don't bring stuff home that shouldn't be in your house. We know what that is generally. Um, don't, and don't buy food for what's not in it. Uh, if you see a label that says no added sugar, no artificial ingredients, no gluten, no GMOs, that, that might be good. but don't buy it because of what's not in it. That's the marketing. Flip it around to the back and see what is in it. And if you're reading number, if you're reading stuff you can't pronounce and you don't know what it is, take a moment and Google a couple things. start yeah. educating yourself. and it'll start changing your choices. Less ingredients and ingredients that you actually understand and can pronounce is is where you start making changes. And then, uh, uh, in the spirit of being a better man, this idea of getting better, just educate yourself a little bit. Take five minutes of every trip to the grocery store and learn something while you're there. Maybe pick up an item from the produce department that you don't know what to do with, bring it home, pull it up on YouTube, how to prepare that food, and you might find something that you really like that will give you some great nutrients and will make you a healthier person. I literally did that. I would go to the store, pick a produce item that I'd never seen before, had never eaten before, and didn't even have any idea how to prepare. And I just bring it home and commit that I'm going to watch a video, figure out how to fix this thing, and see if I like it. And I have started expanding my palate of things that were healthful and nutritious. So those are just a few quick tips I wanted to throw out there, Al.
0: Those, those are great, <clears throat> great suggestions. And Les, I can say without reservation that you are indeed a better man you've become a better man you're an inspiration and an example for me and everybody listening so thank you so much for being on the show today and if people out there mm-hmm. wanted to find you or contact you what should they do how should they do that
1: well i believe you're going to put the links in the show notes here of uh, how to act how to access me through facebook facebook messaging and email Uh, Those are all great ways to reach out to me. If you're just looking for some resources or you have a specific question, uh, I'll do everything I can to get back to people as as quickly as possible and, and share what I've learned. If you want to sign up for an ongoing coaching service, I do offer an online coaching service. Uh, I don't have a system set up as much as I will work with you via email, text message, answer questions, share ideas, and uh, tell me where you want to go and we'll, we'll write something that works for you. I can give you a written workout plan. I can give you some uh, pointers of, of how to do things without uh, injury, etc. Uh, obviously, if somebody's in the area of lower Mount Bethel, Pennsylvania, uh, I got a gym here. Yeah, and come in and I'll, I'll, I'll help you change your life.
0: Well, yes, like you said, all those links will be in the show notes as well as a before and after picture of Les before he made his decision at 234 pounds and him now a lean, strong, and may I say chiseled 185 pounds. <laughs> uh, thanks again, Les, for being on the show. That's all we have time for today, guys. But head out into the world and pay attention to your own body. If you're fat or tired or weak, do something about it. Be like less. Take control of your own life and body. And do what you need to do to make improvements. If you don't know what to do, then do some research or contact less. Ultimately, it's all up to you. You are the man. And you're the only one responsible for how you live. My suggestion is to live a healthy life. It's a lot more fun and it's definitely one way to be a better man today than you were yesterday. Until next time, this is Alf said, and Les More signing out.
1: Thank you.